Hello, my friends, and welcome to Joke and Joe's Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm Jolton Joe, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, and the godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Network, Terrible Ted. Get ready for some skull-crushing wrestling chatter. All right, welcome, my friends, to Jolton Joe's Wrestling Radio. I'm Jolton Joe. We've got a uh, a plethora of visitors to our uh, spot here tonight. We've got uh, first off, let's let's not worry about the old timers. Let's talk about the new guy right here. You'll you see him. I don't know in what he's in the bottom square right or circle us. you see him, right? But yeah. uh, it's Johnny Cove. This man is not only a pro wrestler, he is a power lifter, and he is the master of the Cove kick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Johnny Cove. Hey, how's it going? How's How you doing, right? How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. And uh, the guy in blue is, uh, well, we used to call him the mouth of the South, or the new yeah. mouth of the South, Tyler Peters. Now he's just... Tyler, I'll kiss anybody's ass, Peters. Welcome, <laughs> Tyler. I'll, I'll do oh, it. Oh, you didn't like that one? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'll I was like, that. yeah, that'll be a t-shirt. There he goes kissing your ass again, Joe. Yeah. See that? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And the godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Network. Did I say that right this time? We you did say it right. I'm proud of you, Joe. Okay, good. All right. It's terrible Ted. The man who almost didn't make it tonight, but he pulled through. He went through Helen back, and he's <laughs> and he's with us. Putting putting three kids to bed, you know, by yourself, I guess, could be considered to Helen back. <laughs> That's right. Let me tell you, I've been there. I don't remember it anymore, but I've been there. <laughs> I'm old. All right, you guys. Well. I think we should get started here. We got Johnny as a special guest. So, uh, and you see, in a lot of these interviews, Johnny, we want to make sure that you had the best experience possible. How do we do that? We let the kiss ass ask you questions. So get ready. Mr. Tyler Peters is going to come up with the very first question here. Be gentle on him. No cold kicks. Let's do Please. it. Well, Johnny, my first question is, who are some of your favorite wrestlers today? I mean, that you're watching, that you're interested in. I, I'm just curious to know, at, even as a wrestler, what some of your favorites to watch today? Besides you. Yeah, besides you. I, I, yeah, uh, what exactly. the hell? Yeah. That, that was obvious. Come on. Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, well, uh, other than me, I really like Adam Cole. I like watching his stuff. Been following him since uh, the Ring of Honor days, and now in NXT. Um, I'm I'm really liking Hangman Adam Page right now too, as well. And came Amy back Page. last night. Yeah. yeah. The hundred yard dash clothesline there. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and then some independent level. Uh, 
off the top of my head, it's hard to really pinpoint because I haven't watched as much indie stuff as of late. But um, uh, that's all right. We don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, that's fine. I'll tell you what, man. What we do want everybody to know is a little bit of your background. Um, where are you wrestling at currently? I know you've been, uh, you've done things in Kansas, in Oklahoma. You know, t- tell us all about that. Well, uh, you know, right now I've only been wrestling for about two and a half years actively. Yeah. And, uh, you know, getting my start in Oklahoma the first year and then second year trying to break out, trying to get to other states, mainly just Kansas and uh now trying to get down to like Texas and then farther out east, hopefully. Yeah, as soon as everything gets a little uh, normal again, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just hard to tell. And honestly, it's just weird because like people are trying to announce shows, but then it's like the guidelines and the government is like coming in saying you can't. And so it's just, I don't really want to like put my foot out there and then it just gets, everything gets kind of canceled before it even gets started. So Right. It's kind of yeah, it messes with that. your head too, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you, you want to be ready. You want to get back to where you were. And then it's like, all right, is this really going to happen or not? You know? Yeah. So, it's, I understand that. Yeah. It's just very mentally straining right now. but Sure. How, how are you holding in? I mean, what, what do you do for yourself to, uh, to keep that kind of stuff going? Well, uh, since back in like March, whenever this all started and, you know, everything was starting to get closed down, shows canceled, whatnot, the main thing that's been just getting me through is, uh, you know, being able to work out because I have a, uh, a a garage I can go work out in with some weights, a weight set. Yeah. That, that's been helping a lot. But then also just really just um, taking the time off and really looking back at before I started wrestling, what my goals and aspirations were and really trying to find out what I want when wrestling comes back. Cause you know, I kind of got lost in the shuffle there for a while. So I'm just trying to get back to my roots, I guess you could say. That's really been keeping me uh, on a, on a good path right now. Uh, that's good to hear. Go ahead guys. Now I, I have a, a completely non-wrestling related question. And uh, I believe it's it's behind your right shoulder. Is that a Nintendo sixty four? I see. Uh, yep. Yes, and and is. if so, what game is in it right now? Uh, a good classic, uh, Pokemon Puzzle League. Oh, Look go. at you! Oh, yeah. Look at you! I only noticed that out of the like out of the corner of the screen here because I just I have a projector down here, um, and I I have my N sixty four hooked up to my projector. And I was just playing something on it a couple of nights ago. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that's just been getting me through this whole thing. Is, uh, recently, I just set up my own little area to watch wrestling, play games, and you know, just have my own space. And you know, it's, it's really helped me a lot, especially that old Nintendo 64 there. That's, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Do you, do you go back to, um, to the older um, – wrestling you know as opposed to watching more new things like i i heard somebody say today that they uh they really kind of deep dive as opposed to 
keeping as content, you know, up to date with some of the things that have been going on. But how do you how do you handle that? Well, when I first like started wanting to be a professional wrestler a few years ago, I really just watched everything that was current, Ring of Honor, like Independence, because everything was just really starting to kick off in the Bullet Club and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. as of lately, I just really been going back to like 80s NWA, you know, like old Japanese footage, stuff like that's really been, uh, it's really been fun to watch, like Four Horsemen DVDs. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. I, I think the three of us are all kind of, uh, um, you know, WCW, NWA fans, depending on the, uh, you know, the, the era, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah it depends. I once, go a little further back than those guys, I think. But, once uh, Vince Russo came in, it was all bad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tyler. No, speaking of that, man, that's a good segue. And, I, of course, I'm putting them over. What do you, you know, what do you expect? But the thing is, your promos, that's what's awesome. The work at the 80s music behind it, I love that. It's got like a rock theme to it. I get nostalgic about it. I mean, was there any influence as far as wrestling that got you your promo skills? I mean, very impressed by that, watching your videos. Yeah, uh, thanks. I've really – that's the main thing I've been working on, like, yeah. for the past few months. Like, right before the quarantine started, I was really right. challenging myself to start working on my promos. And, yeah, just going back to what I like the most, like, old movies, like, Rocky movies, like, just the oh, yeah. 80s wrestling and how they'd have those music videos for like the Fantastics and the Rock and Roll sure. Express, just stuff like that. And just trying to incorporate all that into a character and just trying to figure out what character Johnny Cove is and how to express that. So Johnny, t- tell me a little bit about uh, All-Star Pro Wrestling. I saw you held their championship for a little bit there. Um, uh, it seems like you pro- you lost it maybe a, a- couple months before quarantine you know or maybe right before quarantine uh started here so so tell us a little bit about that um all-star pro is i guess you could call it my home promotion it's where um i had my first match and uh my uh mentors and some of my trainers they are more like in the handling of the company and so um Back, it started back in 2017, and I started like filming the shows, like helping setting up, you know, paying my dues, and then finally uh, got my own, got to have a match and working my way up. And then, yeah, back in February of 2019, I won the championship, and then uh, a couple months ago, I lost it. So I had it over about a year, almost. Yeah, that's a good run. That's yeah, definitely that's a good run. That, that's a very good run for the indies. And it's also a, a great run for someone who's only been in the business for, for a couple of years, right? Like you, you know, I, I'm pretty sure if I, if I read Tyler's Tyler usually has about 850,000 questions ready to go for an interview. So um, when he sent me the list, I'm pretty sure he has something to follow up with you on this and it'll be a good segue for him. So he doesn't have to put me over. I did it myself. Um, you know, but the uh, one of the things is that, is that, you received your training and then how, how long did you really train for? Um, and Tyler, I think you, I think one of your questions was who he trained with, but how long did you really train for before you made your debut? 
Um, I started training in the summer of 2016, and it was just kind of by accident. I really didn't know where I was going to get trained or, like, I was trying to save up money for a while, but then just a friend of mine just found a guy up in in, uh, Oklahoma City who was training uh, under a school called Mid-South, and they asked if I wanted to come try out or, you know, join in on the practice, and then I just stuck with them for about from the summer of 2016 to about the fall of 2017. So a little over a year I trained once, uh, twice every week or a couple times a month. Excellent. So it was slow at first then. Is yeah. Now, um, when you first showed up there, did <laughs> you always hear these stories about uh, how they uh, – especially the first day, how they have to try to, certain guys want to stretch and see how much you can take. Did you have that kind of an experience or uh, was it a little gentler, you know? Uh, Well, yeah, for me, it was more on that end. Um, You know, the the guy who trained me goes by the name Brandon Barricade, just kind of more of a, you know, small local guy, but he was trained by, um, Mr. Ebony, Tom Jones, a Oklahoma wrestling legend. So he got trained old school. And so he really tried to instill that into us. And there was about five of us uh, the first day starting to train. And by the end, by the end of it, there was only two of us that uh, ever made it out. So yeah, it was, you know, they kind of laid stuff in on us and, you know, really taught us respect, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. And I, I, I think when you have, uh, well, not only the uh, passion for the for the sport, but when you have the respect for the sport and for what came before, I think that's important. That builds like a really solid base uh, for you to you know to build on. So I was curious about that. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, Johnny, I, I was just going to ask you, this is non-wrestling too, so skateboarding. I, I realize you're, that's a big hobby. Can you tell us about that? Because that, that's cool, man. I, I, just, yeah. I couldn't do it, but I'm, I admire you. That's why you're you. You can do it. You know, skating. Yeah, uh, yeah, skating was just in high school. Like the later years of high school, I really got into it with a few friends. And yeah. I mean, for a while, that was my main focus, just on the weekends, just going skating and um but then once I got into wrestling, I kind of had to, you know, step away from skating for a while. But I'm, I'm trying to get back into it. But, yeah, it's just a very interesting hobby to be involved in. That, that's cool. Yeah, I just wanted to learn a little bit more about that. I thought that was very neat. Thank you. So, so Johnny, uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit off air before we got on here. It said, uh, and we said, you know, that, that you'd kept up at least for this week for wrestling. Do you keep up with, uh, with wrestling just in general? And if so, what are you watching on a, on a regular basis? Um, yeah, I, I try to keep up as much as I can with how much wrestling there is right now on TV. So you know, I'll, I'll catch raw every now and then, but three hours, I just can't really sit through it all. And I don't have time. I but can't yeah. stay awake. <laughs> for it all anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I I uh, definitely will try to like devote my time on a Wednesday night, whether I get in late or if I'm on yeah. time at seven, and 
I'll record NXT and AEW and I'll just <laughs> try to Excuse watch me. both of them. And I usually watch, I mainly watch AEW, NXT, and uh, I'll try to catch Ring of Honor and um, some, occasionally Impact. But yeah, that's, that's about where I'm at these past few weeks. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, you know, we, we all try and stay as active as of watchers as we can uh, doing what we do here with this fun little hobby of yeah. ours, except for idea, Joe. Yeah. The idea really was to just be fans, just talk about what we like, mainly what we like. I mean, you can't help, but creep some of that. Ah, I don't like that in there. Yeah. Um, this was a tough week for me. Which for but, Joe it turns into get off my lawn, you know. It's yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> the old guy you know? complaining, you know. But uh, but there's a lot of good stuff. And you didn't mention uh, MLW, but I am I'm really a fan of what they do, and yeah. I can't wait for them to get back into the swing of things. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was sorry. I tried. I was I was trying to keep up with. Uh, MLW and NWA, you know, power too also because it was just so easy to watch on YouTube and yeah. You know, so I, I yeah, I watch that occasionally. I just haven't lately since this whole you know thing's been going on. Yeah, MLW seems to be our <laughs> getting to be our niche over here. You know, Joe Joe's land, you know, we just had uh Mark Adam Haggerty, the ring announcer from MLW on last week, mm-hmm. and we had uh Joseph Samael on couple weeks ago about a month ago now and so that's you, you know, know it comes down to uh who will make themselves available there's a lot of people who who step up and say yeah i want to i want to talk to some of you guys and then i guess there's a, a million of us guys you know and and gals and uh so you don't always get you know uh, yep. the refrigerator isn't always fully stocked you know, we like talking to guys like you because it's a different perspective, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and it helps us get into your corner, too, and know more about your, you know, your area of the country. So, Absolutely. anyway. Tyler, you got another one? Uh, yeah, I was getting 280,000. Yeah, 80,000 questions. There you go. Now, I was going to ask you, Johnny Cove, that, uh, man, what's your favorite kind of uh, old school wrestling match? Those guys brought up a great point there. I go put them over again. But I got to say that, you know, as a fan, as we all are, what's one of your favorite matches to go back? And that's one of your favorites. Uh, I really like to go back and watch, you know, Ric Flair, uh, Ricky oh, Steele. Yeah. You know, oh, um, yeah. that's, that's uh, one of my favorites. Um, uh, Ric Flair. Uh, and then, you know, Dusty in the cage. I've been lately, like, watching um, some, like, Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody, just straight yeah. up. Ooh. That's physical, man. Yeah, those guys yeah. were stiff, man. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Love yeah that. that's, where it, that's where it starts to get a little messy. You know? <laughs> where the blood flows. Yeah, put sure. Abdullah the Butcher in there. Right. Right. Yeah, it's funny. My uh, my six year old is just so into wrestling right now. He's he's just incredibly into it, and so is my three year old. My three year old, 
my three-year-old is like oh wrestling's on cool wrestling let's wrestle and then he tackles his brother you know but but my my six-year-old is just into it right now like he just like he has all like all my toys from when i was a kid you know and and he knows all their names and so when i'm watching stuff on the network he's like dad isn't that the undertaker or isn't that you know goldberg or whatever you know and he's really into it and then i play some of that old old stuff for him and i forget just how violent it was (laughs) you know yeah that 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 mid to late 80s stuff got really violent there for a while um in order for people to try and continue to draw ratings away from, from the WWF because they were just trying to keep, you know, trying to keep their hat, (laughs) you know, trying to keep the shirt on their back. But it's, it's crazy how stiff some of that stuff really was. Yeah. I mean, the first real like wrestling DVDs I watched, my dad bought me the, the four horsemen and the road warriors and watching those road warrior matches. It just, it's like, they're really just beating the crap out of these guys. And, there's nothing fake yeah. about it. It's just, you didn't uh, want to be jabbers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that their their move off the top. Gosh, I I would never take that. Yeah, totally, because <laughs> you get you know you kind of know which way you're flipping too, man. Yep, yep. Did anybody see that episode of um of Dark Side of the Ring with those yeah. guys? Yes, yes, I did. I haven't I haven't gotten to that one yet because oh, I ended up now. Yeah. I, I watched the Benoit parts mm-hmm. and then it sucked for me because I watched I hadn't watched any of it, but I was like, all right, I'll binge watch it because I knew that Owens was coming out this week for season two. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh well I'll watch, you know, the first couple episodes about Benoit and then I'll binge watch the rest of the week and then I'll watch Owens. Well, the Benoit ones just like ripped my heart out. Oh yeah, they're all it's it's so hard. And uh and I was like, Well, I, I just I can't do this. So I put a break I put a break on it. So I haven't gotten to the to the LOD yet, but I'm looking forward to that one because I was a huge fan of uh of the Legion of Doom. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, when you get to the end it, it gets even uh bumpier. So yeah, you're right. We yeah. just say that. Yeah, Oof. But, uh, anyway, so well, Johnny, I'm just going to ask you, let's go, go, go back to wrestling. If you had a dream opponent, I know this is a tough question, but I, I wanted to ask you, who would it be? I mean, I, I know you named Adam Cole. Would that be the dream opponent, though, if you had to pick somebody? Uh, I mean, it, it would be a dream match, but it, my first choice probably wouldn't be Adam Cole. Okay. My first choice would probably have to be, like, uh, Shawn Michaels or – Okay. I got you. Yeah. Or a, like a Kurt Angle, like one of those guys. Mm. Of awesome. Those awesome. Yeah, that, hey, that's two of the best. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, we have a, we have a little tradition. Uh. <laughs> so when, when quarantine started, I got an old nasty bucket out, and I made something called the bucket list. And in here I've got 40 topics about pro wrestling. And uh, we don't have enough time to do like a bunch of them. Sometimes I do like two or three of them, but we'll we'll grab one in here. So I'm going to shake it up and I'm going to pull out a topic here. And uh, <laughs> let's play the bucket list here. Okay, so you named a bunch of promotions that you like to keep up with right now, okay? Um, but my question for you today is, what is your favorite promotion to watch and why? Uh I'd have to I'd have to go with the Ring of Honor, and just because that's really the first like not WWE program I really got into, and 
just that 2000, um, like when I got into it, 2013 and till 2017 era with Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, mm. A Lethal with the House of Truth and just so much talent in there and just like how the matches, how just like, um, you know, how it's filmed, it's not like overly produced like a WWE or even like an AEW. It just feels like up close and just um, I just know, wrestling. Just, yeah, just wrestling, I guess is what I can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. That's 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 a great choice. I mean, got yeah. the got the banner hanging, you know, despite yeah, all the I, stuff that they've had going on. I have to say that, and I, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but up until uh, really – Late last year, uh, Ring of Honor would have been my first choice, but I have more opportunities uh, where I live to catch MLW. So I got a little more close up, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. action there and really started to enjoy that. And um, the Ring of Honor, you know, I think it's unfortunate right now that I, I like the model that they have with being a, what do they call it? The honor club. So that you get to see all of their, uh, it's not pay-per-views, but all of their main shows. Yeah. You know, so you're paying the monthly fee or just like, you know, WWE or just like the network. There's really, I don't think there's anybody else Actually, probably uh, Joseph Samael's uh, promotion. Uh, but there are not too many of them that have that. You know, for example, like if you go Impact, you get some some of the Impact shows, but you don't get the pay-per-views. Right. Yeah. So, you know, bargain-wise. But the only problem now is that for Ring of Honor, there's no shows. There's no live shows. So you literally, for me, it's just their network. Um, and that's not what I want it for. I want to have, okay, this weekend I'm getting this show. And <clears throat> anyway, but I do agree with you, you know, Ring of Honor, uh, MLW, those are, and, and I'm glad that WWE has the network as it is right now. Cause I think the value there is, is great. I really yeah. do. Yes, yeah. You yeah, know, for sure. But, uh, anyway. All right, my friends, we're back with sort of, sort of a part two here of uh, this extravaganza. We've got Johnny Cove with us, putting up with all our nonsense. Um, and yes, I do feel like a big red tomato today. Uh, too much sun and a nice bright red shirt always uh, makes it pop, doesn't it? Ted, I'm going to throw it over to you here, my friend, because... Uh, I think you want to torture us for a couple of minutes. Is that right? I mean, for a couple of seconds, a couple of seconds here. Uh, So listen, uh, before we get into what we liked, what we didn't like about wrestling this week, which I'm sure we're going to have plenty to talk about because there was plenty to like and not to like this week in wrestling. um, You know, I want to just go back because this is the first time we have gotten together um, since we had, well, it's the first time where we didn't do a full episode that was all about, you know, an interview uh, right. where we've talked wrestling and we did the money in the bank predictions from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, for once I didn't win, which is really weird. Um, 
Tyler, you were you were absent for that episode where we did that prediction right. show. Uh, yeah. Joe, you and I tied for three out of six on that card, and uh, and Will and Venetius, Will and Venetius beat us. They wow. both tied for four out of six. So the uh, the other Godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Network, you know, my my former co-host there, he uh, he beat me, which is uh, which is rare. It doesn't happen. It really bothers me but uh yeah so that's that's where we are at in, in prediction so if we're going by a counter right now you know it's uh you know i'm one and one as far as i'm concerned you know um yeah i, I guess have one win and one I mean, loss you call it that right okay so it, hey, any way you slice it it's still mediocre <laughs> accurate <laughs> all right all right, let's let's uh, let's do something uh, to keep our guest interested here, man. He's gonna go uh, and lift weights if we don't uh, hold him. Uh, <laughs> hold oh, him his attention here. over here. Um, well, one of the things we do, Johnny, is uh, as fans, you know, we just like to kind of say, well, we try to watch everything for the week. Uh, and then say what we liked. I think that's important. And maybe what we didn't like. Um, so uh, why, why don't we start with Tyler? Let's put him on the hot seat, man. Oh, man. Okay, what what I like. I, I'm going to start with SmackDown because uh, I got to give Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan, let those guys wrestle any night. I don't care. And, and you know, Gulak being released, I'm really surprised. Two guys that are technicians, two guys that hold your attention, and that old school wrestling fans appreciate now, even with the new school. I just, that to me, it's hard not to say that was one of the matches of the week and what I like. You know, as far as, so I hate that we skipped SmackDown because, you know, that was important. Good Life and Brunt. That was a highlight. So, well, that happens sometimes. You know, we do this on Thursday, right, right. you know, and then true, true. we kind of get lost with uh, SmackDown. Of course, SmackDown hasn't exactly been. Uh, thrilling, yeah. But but I'll say this though: SmackDown this past week was probably the best SmackDown I've seen since they've gone to Fox. Um, mm-hmm. I, I listened to Busted Open occasionally, and I was uh, yeah. I was driving to work on Saturday, and uh, and I heard Mark Henry talking about it a little bit on busted open and he and he was right you know it was a seamless show there was no yeah. time in that show where you could walk away and be like i can get a snack during this match because it was all mm. good yeah. um so yeah i mean smackdown was and that was in a good hours, place yeah it was good it, it, you know you could get through it and not feel like oh my god when mm-hmm. are we going to get to that final match or yep whatever. yep right. agreed so, yeah, for sure right tyler no, what I disliked, I've got to go to Raw because it's segments. What are they doing with Nia Jax and Kyrie Sane or Asuka? It looked too hokey to me. It's like, I, you know, I like, I'm a big fan of all those women, by the way. I'm not trying to be. But the way they did some of the segments, just, I don't know, it ruined it for me. I, I don't know. And that wasn't the only thing. But that's just one thing I disliked about Raw. And the, the thing I, I did enjoy about Raw is, uh, you know, whether people like it or not, Charlotte Flair, Ruby Wright. I, I like the queen, man. Anything she does, I'm I'm buying. I mean, that's what I was going to hit real quick. So. Yeah, I have to agree. I thought it was uh, yeah. I thought it was a good match. For it sure. was, you know. 
Well, um, anything else, Tyler, you want to throw in there? Anything with Dexter Loomis on NXT. That's one of my favorite guys. He's got some allergies. Uh, he's got the eyes, man. He creeps you out. And, hey, i got to give your man Karrion Cross and Scarlett a lot of credit. That interest. God of Hellfire. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I wasn't real aware of him until just now, and I'm getting to be a big fan. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't got to watch a lot of his stuff prior to coming into NXT. I know a lot of you didn't know that, but I'm, I'm, I'm understanding his aura now. I'm getting it now. So that's cool. Him and Champa, that'll be good for in your house. Yeah. Right. Right. What do you think, Ted? Should we th throw Johnny into the uh, – into yeah, the pool people, people people get to hear me multiple times a week. Let Johnny talk, man. Yeah. Um, something uh, that I really liked this week was last night on AEW, seeing uh, Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson just yeah. you know cutting promos on each other. Is can't get better than that. Those two are just really just a plus. You know, wrestlers promos. It, it was just a awesome moment to watch. Very entertaining too. And um, I guess what I disliked was um, just watching no one catch Ray Phoenix and him bouncing <laughs> off the floor. That was kind of tough. That was a rough bump. Even the announcers didn't know what to say about that one. No, they didn't. I think if I remember right, I think Jim Ross kind of just – I think he really got hurt there. You know, there was some <laughs> – yeah, and just no. – and then even after that, it's like, all right. And then they have more people just come in, and it looked like Orange Cassidy almost got hurt too. He – how he yeah. took that. Yeah, he did. He took a bad throw. Yeah. That's just one thing I – they could have done without that, and it would have been totally fine. But That that seems to be AEW's thing, though, is they could have done without that, and everything would have been fine, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? Uh, and I love AEW. I watch it every week. I, I, I don't just watch it to critique it. Um, I think MJF is is right up there with Randy Orton as one of the best heels in professional wrestling. Um, not AEW, professional wrestling. Uh, you know, I, I, I think the world of AEW, I think that their matches are all about excitement and not enough about storytelling. Um, and, and this is the kind of thing that happens when you have matches that are all about excitement and not enough about storytelling, you know, there's too many spots and someone forgets one and, and then someone gets hurt. Uh, so I, I, I totally, I totally get that. I actually tweeted out about the, the Arn Anderson, Jake Roberts thing. Um, and, and, and I don't know, man, I just, I don't know if it's because I loved watching them when I was growing up. Or, yeah. you know, or I, I, I watched them in their primes when they were delivering these kinds of promos and like they were cutting edge. Um, it felt really forced to me last night. Um, it, it felt, it felt like they were, I, it felt like they were like, Hey guys, go out and sit in chairs and just say whatever nasty crap you can say about each other to try and get over a little bit as the managers of these guys that are going to be in this match. And um, it just, that's just how it kind of came across to me. Is it cool? Yes. Is it Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson? Yes. They're legends. They are two of the best that have graced the ring. Um, and I think they're fantastic. And I think that they're fantastic in their roles in AEW um, on screen and off screen. But I just, I, that segment, there were some nice lines in there. There was some nice delivery in there, but the segment felt pushed and it, it felt, it felt, 
fake. It didn't feel organic to me um, as a viewer. Now, had it been two minutes shorter, I don't know if I would have felt that way, right? It just felt like they were stretching it out a little bit too much. And I feel like they could have made it feel a little more natural with their flow of how things were going if they weren't trying to fill a certain amount of time, which is how it came off to me as someone that worries about filling time on shows and stuff like that on a regular basis. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I actually, I'm, I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt just for a second, but I want to hear um, what you have to say for sure. Um, I was going to ask before you jumped into that, Ted, I was because when when Johnny said I I love that segment, I saw all three of you go, you know nodding your heads, and so I was surprised, Ted, when you brought that up. I, I guess I missed your your tweet. I thought that because they're so good, because they're so legendary, that I want to say it didn't ramp up fast enough, and that's where I thought it was awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. then it's then it took off and it started to get, you know, I think I wanted to see them be in each other's face pretty quickly, you know, because they're both kind of hair trigger guys, obviously, Jake more more than Arn, but they're both badasses, you know, so that was my thought there. And I felt the same way. Ooh, I expected more from this. And it might have been just that it didn't ramp up fast enough. It also it also didn't help. And, and Johnny, I, this will take two seconds. So I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, it didn't help that Jake Roberts, when they got up to get into each other's faces, Jake Roberts like had to push. Who was it that was in the ring with them? Was it uh? It was Tony Schiavone, yeah, right? Tony he's like oh, pushing yeah. Tony. Like you're supposed to be separating us, and he's like <laughs> dragging him over. And Tony's like, no, it's not me. It's the refs, and he's like running away. i was like man this is a segment that kind of caught it kind of went awry a little bit i mean listen it was fun and and i i'm not saying that i dislike what they were doing i just i I, from a so from a director standpoint from someone that that directs shows on a regular basis but not necessarily television but i direct shows on a regular basis um you know it just it felt forced like the timeline of it was forced like you're saying, Joe. Um, Johnny, what, what were you going to say, man? Uh, I mean, all, all I was going to say is, yeah, I, I understand what you, how you felt about it because, you know, ever since there's been no crowd shows, that's really what most of it all feels like. It's just being forced, and it's like, I mean, uh, it'd be pro- hard to probably do that in front of no fans, but, I mean, at least AEW has somewhat of a crowd. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, if it was in front of a crowd, I'm sure it would have been – totally different you know yeah yeah just with how it was yeah just did just felt like they're waiting for some spots but it just entertained me though so yeah no for sure and it was entertaining i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to say that it wasn't um but i just i I felt like there were i felt like it could have moved at a better clip i think joe's right i think i think if it had moved it a little bit better clip um it probably would have i wouldn't have had a single complaint about it you know, I think it just it just took too long to to get to that climax point. Uh, so I listen. I, I actually I branched out a little bit this week. I don't typically get to watch Impact. Oh. Um, I just it's just it just doesn't fit into my schedule with everything that I film for the network and for you know and for the three jobs that <laughs> I'm running around trying to do while in quarantine and being a dad and 
everything. But um, but I, you know, this whole thing with Moose and the and and the TNA Championship has me like, all right, maybe I'll tune in, <laughs> tune in a little bit, you know. And I've got to say, I I love Moose running around with this TNA Championship, saying I'm the real champion, mm. and like he's a hundred percent in it. Like he does it on social media. He's on yeah. the shows. He's just, he's 100% in this thing. And it's so fantastic. It is so good. And I can't wait until Tessa can come back to work and the two of them right. can have like, you know, th- this, I, I hope it ends up in like one of those, those seven match series to crown the real champion type things, because that I think it'll be just awesome. Moose is doing so good with it. And it's so fun. Um, I also dug into Carnyland a little bit, which is the NWA's new thing that they put out this week. Um, and Carnyland was was interesting. It's kind of like some of the the backstage behind the curtain stuff that we're getting on the WWE Network. Like it starts off with uh, with Nick Aldis telling a story about how a promoter tried to screw him into paying for his hotel room when he said he would pay for it and stuff like that. Like it's a, it's like stories, like odd stories from professional wrestling. It's a fun watch. Mm. Um, it's it's certainly it. worth someone's time if they, you know, if they're sitting in front of a screen for for six hours a day, working from home, and they can do a split screen and throw something on. Like it's it's worth your time. It's pretty fun. Um. You know, something I really, I, I didn't like this week. Um, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I didn't like Rhea Ripley, Yoshirai. Mm, I just, I didn't like it. I, I feel like it, it felt, again, I, it felt forced. And you guys know, usually I'm, I'm NXT all about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it felt forced, man. It, it felt like really like these two have already gone at it several times. Charlotte coming out at the end kind of refreshed it a little bit, but it felt like Dijakovic and Keith Lee all over again. You know, we've seen this a bunch of times. Either elevate someone else <laughs> and give them a shot, or you know, dump somebody off and and just you know and make it one on one. Don't worry about having all three of them in the picture. Because having Rhea and EO in that same picture together is confusing um, because we've seen it so many times. Uh, so, I, yeah, I just – I found myself flipping back to AEW. And you guys know I, I usually flip more to NXT and then I go back and rewatch AEW, but I didn't have to last night. Um, I, I watched more AEW than I did NXT last night. I think they're lacking story sometimes with NXT too. I'll, I'll just say that a little bit yeah. yeah yeah i agree with that um i also don't like i don't like uh and i don't know i don't know if i don't like it because of the way it's being booked or if i don't like it because i'm being worked right, right. but but i don't like the gargano thing right now like it's just like it just irks me they come on the screen and i get irked and i don't know if it's because of the booking or if it's because i'm being worked or both it could be both i don't know but um <laughs> but that's driving me a little bit nuts right now. Um, like the dining room segments, like, okay, the first one was cool. The first one was like, Oh, this is fresh. This is new. This is something a little bit different. The second one, they're like sitting there watching themselves on the iPad. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, really? This is what we're going to do now. This is, this is how we're going to pass right. our time. I thought you were referring to when they came out 
you know, well, that, walk down the ramp and stuff, you know. That, that too. That was fine to me. But. That too, but only because I think they're turning Johnny into a little bit too much of a of a whiny little brat. <laughs> you know. Now listen, part of that is character and that's me getting worked, right? And that's fine. I'm fine with getting worked. That's what I that's why I watch wrestling because I yeah. want to be worked, right? Uh, <laughs> but um but you know, from from a just a characterization standpoint, like, mm, do I really buy that tough guy Johnny Gargano, the guy that stood in that in that best of three series with Adam Cole and was in that cage with all those weapons, is now this whiny little complaining, you know, curmudgeon of a person? Mm. <laughs> Not really. I don't buy that. Interesting. Yeah. You know, so it's like WWE and uh, what's his name? The bald, the bald guy from uh, from what culture? What's his name? Uh, Simon Miller, right? So Simon says it all the time. Like WWE expects that you don't have a memory. <laughs> you know, oh, like yeah, you, yeah. you don't you don't remember what happened two months ago. But you can't remember that far back. Yeah, you don't know anything. A lot of people have said that. <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, so so I think that's that's probably some of the stuff that I, I didn't care for this week, uh, just in general. Yeah. What you, what did you guys think about, uh, our guy, uh, rock, the rock star spud there, you know? Oh, praise, praise him. <laughs> praise him. I'm more invested in him than I am in anything on raw or SmackDown right now with maybe the, maybe the exception of Otis, maybe, maybe, <laughs> you know, um, Oh, and and I forgot. I, I really dig this Bobby Lashley thing with MVP as his manager. Yeah, like I hated seeing MVP get back in the ring like four times after he said he was retired like less yeah. than two months ago. But yeah. <laughs> but then but then to see him in this managerial role, like I'm all about it. Like he could he could seriously MVP could be the next Bobby Heenan. He re- he yeah. really could with the yeah. with his character. Wow. wow, wow, those are big words. <clears throat> I said them. <laughs> It'll be interesting now. It's see Tyler, write that down, all right? Okay, let me see. Write that down because uh <laughs> you, you, there's gonna be a point where you're gonna hold that sign up. Yeah, I know it. Quote from Ted. Just I know that's what I'm gonna have to do. Just wanna see how we do there. You know. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to see what I, what everybody thought about that because um does it bother you that um this you know this big thing happened uh, uh, with the video with YouTube or Twitter or whatever it was where he was you know emotionally upset he was fired oh his, his Black Wednesday promo right and, and now we're so far down the line to this does that bother you what do you think Tyler well yeah um Yes and no. I mean, like Ted says, you get worked, so it's kind of part of it. But the part where when they first got released, that that part kind of bothered me. But now, you know, getting worked, I guess this is part of it. it really confuses me. I I can just say that I'm I'm a big Maverick fan at this point. Whatever. I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's now, wrestling. Yeah, Johnny. What from your point of view? How, how do you see it? You know, I mean, obviously we're the fans. You're deep in the heart of this thing, you know, uh, that we call pro wrestling, so. I mean, yeah, I remember seeing the video and when everyone got released and his was, you know, getting a lot of feedback and support. But, like, I guess he was already – what he was already um, booked to be in that 
uh, cruiserweight tournament thing, right? Sounds or, like it. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, they're just kind of, you know, it's, it's a good story. But also I think maybe, you know, the work he's been doing now, it's kind of they see what he can do. And they're actually now that he's released, he's ha- given a chance to actually show what he's made of. So I think he might not be released now. I don't know. But, I mean, I, I like but, it. But, but – but was he ever going to be released, or is this the storyline? I think he was released because I mean you didn't see him for you know a while because he was all over that twenty four seven title and then he was just gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he was gone. And I thought he was entertaining with that. He didn't yeah, like the idea where it was started, great. but he was entertaining. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's showing him now that he's he can get uh, sympathy and he can get some support now. So I think, you know, they might be changing their minds. Who knows? Yeah. Well, what's interesting to me about that is that Leo Rush had supposedly been booked into that tournament as well. Mm. And then he was still let go. Now it turns out Leo's just, you know, continuously a a ball of fire over here. Um, He started, he started even more stuff in the wrestling world over the weekend on social media, uh, you know, starting stuff with, with Mark Henry saying Mark Henry keeps African-American wrestlers down, you know, like I just, I don't, I can't man. Leo Rush, like he's a great in-ring performer and he can go. Right. But there are some people that are just male genitalia. And I I feel like he's one of them, you know, uh, (laughs) You know, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think this was a work. I think it was a, a real and true work. Um, I, I think that they mixed this in so that they would have a redemption story amongst everything that happened on Black Wednesday. And we wouldn't be talking about everyone else that was released on Black Wednesday. And it's worked, right? Because we're not talking about Ryder. We're not talking about Hawkins. Right. We're not, you know... Yeah. Um, we're not talking about any of the like from NXT that will let go. You know, yeah. Leo Rush is the only one that's getting any any kind of PR, and that's because he's you know bashing people on Twitter. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know if Tyler was gonna jump. No, in. no. I, I was just saying, Leo. I agree with uh, what y'all are saying. I think he just wanted to get the attention. You know. Yep. That's all. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna just cut right through all of this because we already talked about some of the things that we liked, um, and I'm certainly in agreement. Um, the whole Brody Lee thing mm. is to me is is going down in flames. Um, we'll see what happens this weekend, <clears throat> but uh, I don't like it. Uh, I'm bored with it. I even made a, a I think a comment uh, after. Uh, after Raw, that uh, Seth should probably be the, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the chose the anointed one or whatever, you know, because the two storylines, if you took them both and you put them together with Seth, it might wor- be working better. I-, I-, I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah, it's not working for no. me either. Not working for so, me either. So I got one more question for everybody. Okay. Simple question. Uh, is is it Friday Saturday night's pay per view? Mm. Is it worth fifty bucks? That's high. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
with no crowd and knowing what we're going to get. I just, I can't, I can't bring myself and I I watch AEW every week. I like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, 50 bucks just ain't doing it for me, especially if, again, if you consider the fact that, uh, you know, I subscribe to a couple of networks where I'm getting pay-per-views every every month for mm-hmm. 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's ever, if that's going to change, it may, but right now I think it's a tremendous value, you know, so that's a great I don't think I'm going to be able to catch that one. Yeah. I, um, I don't know, man. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. All right. There you go. What do you think? Anybody else want to chime in there? Johnny, what do you think? Man? Uh, yeah, I mean, 50, it's, it's a hard say because, I mean, the first couple AEW pay-per-views, they, I thought they were worth it. Yeah. I mean, just with the no crowd aspect, it's just kind of, it's very hard to sell that. But I guess that's why they got Mike Tyson coming in. So yeah, yeah. that's, like the, that's like the thing I think they're selling it on. You know, they, you don't know what to expect with that, so. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough time too. So yeah. all right, I'm going to throw it over to you um, because I think we, our intention is to sort of uh, do, do our predictions and see uh, what we think is going to happen on Saturday night. So we, uh, yeah, Joe, we're going to, we're going to do some predictions here for double or nothing, which happens this Saturday, which is uh, tomorrow as this comes out, because this will come out on Friday around 6 PM. Uh, let's, uh, let's start from the bottom of the card and work our way to, uh, to the top of the card here. So first of all, I'm looking at the CBS sports website. Um, they do not have anything into account with the injuries that we may have seen right. um, that happened on the show last night uh, from everything that I've read Phoenix is still doing okay. He's expected to be there. Uh, Jackson is still supposed to, is still supposed to be there and he's supposed to be fine. The, the biggest question mark right now is Britt Baker. Um, Nyla Rose took a suplex onto her leg. <laughs> and, um, and so we don't know what the extent of that injury is at this point in time. Um you know, I can see them just cutting that match from the card, though, her versus uh, Statlander. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and, and predict that match anyway, just in case. Um, something else that's on the CBS Sports website here is the uh, is they have AEW Double or Nothing predictions. And it says, uh, you know, like they, they think that the revolt will make their debut. Uh, I don't think that they'll be allowed to be called the revolt because they've gotten a season, a season desist about that um, from another tag team in the Carolinas. Um, But, but I I can see them doing that as a way to justify the $50. um, Like we were talking about a few minutes ago, uh, having that kind of a debut, maybe even a Gulak because Gulak was not released. His contract expired. So he does not have a 90 day, no compete. Um, So I could totally see that happening as well. Uh, but let's get into the card here a little bit, guys. So up first on the bottom of the card that is in the buy-in pre-show, we have uh, a tag team match, and it's the a number one contendership match for the AEW Tag Team Championships, and that's Private Party versus the Best Friends. And let's uh, let's throw it to Johnny first. 
with this one, um, I think I'm going to have to go with the best friends going over on this one because I feel like they've been on TV a lot and I feel like they're trying to build them up for trying to maybe take those titles from uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Okay. All right. Tyler, what do you think, man? I'm actually going to go the other way. I, private party. I, I just think since we've not seen a lot of them, they're going to come out and just uh, kind of steal the show on that match. So that's what I have now. All right. Nope. Joe. Nope. The build-up's been for best friends. I agree with Johnny. It's best friends. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. They've been uh, they've been on TV a lot since quarantine hit. They've yep. been, I think, on every show. And plus you got Orange Cassidy in there in the mix. So uh, yeah. he's probably one of the most popular guys on uh, that roster right now. Much to Jim Cornette's chagrin. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it either, but it's okay. You know. It must, it uh, must be a generational thing there, Joe. Well, you know, guy with his hands in his pockets. Hey, I will say I was impressed with him, uh, his match, uh, you know, because I've been critical. But I will say it's good to watch him work. It's good to finally get some of that offense. Right. You, you know, you're right about that. You got to see a little bit more of that, and then he put his hands back in his pocket. <laughs> right, you got so, it. You know, yeah. ah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, part of it. All right. So let's, uh, let's take it down to, uh, to Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Um, it's a last-minute addition to the card. It's just kind of there, I think, as, as you know, hey, here's these guys that were WWE guys, and now they're on our, on our card. Uh, let's throw it to, uh, to Johnny again. Uh, I think Sean Spears has to win this one. I mean, they've been, he's been on TV quite a lot, too, and he had a new segment the last, uh, yesterday, the Sean Spears News or whatever, so I'm picking Sean. All right, Tyler. I'm going to have to go with Dustin. I, you know, I, I do like Spears. I agree with Johnny. But there's something about the roads, man. I, I don't know on pay-per-views. I, I see the natural pulling it out. So. Okay, Joe. Uh, I agree with Johnny again. I think, uh, you know, the, the push has been behind Sean Spears, and they're not going to let that go yet. I, of course, we've had some surprises that way with mm-hmm. AEW, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Sean Spears. This one I'm a little bit torn about um, because they've been pushing Dustin and what he can do athletically at his age right. so much when, whenever he's been on the broadcast. Uh, but I do agree that, that I think, I think Sean Spears is probably next in line for a heavyweight championship match. Um, yeah. So so I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that Spears is going to to win this, and uh, and that's going to help push him into into his next feud, which will be for the championship. I think. All right, let's. Uh, so, like we said, we don't know if this match is going to happen. Britt Baker, Chris Statlander, um, you know the the it's just a straight up it's a straight up grudge match style match let's uh let's hear what you guys think johnny coming back to you uh uh i'd probably go with chris statlander just from how she's been lately if this match is uh going to happen okay and tyler what do you think man 
I've got to go with Dr. Britt Baker. She just needs a win. They, they keep beating her. And I think with this whole evil villain side to her, you know, so they've got to give her a win. So I'm going with the doctor on this one. All right. Joe. All right. I'm going to go with uh, uh, along the same route that uh, Tyler's taking because um, because he hasn't put me over for the whole show. Um but no, seriously, Britt Baker has got a groove now. Yeah. Um, she, fi- I think she finally found her niche, her niche, and uh, I think that's. I think we're going to see that. You know, if it if it happens, if it happens. So it's if funny. It I think I think it's because of her niche that she will lose. Um, I think that her niche is that she will find a way to complain about however she loses all the time and why she's so much more special than everyone, even though she doesn't win. And so I'm going to go out on a ledge and I do think it's a little bit of a ledge. I do too. (laughs) And, and I'm going to say that Statlander is going to win it, but I'm also going to say that I don't think that this match is going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you saw that spot, I mean, uh, her her leg went in a way that it's not supposed to go when Nyla, when Nyla Rose landed on it and, uh, it's not looking pretty. Not yeah, looking and then pretty. they had the doctor right out there, you know, yeah. in camera shot. So yeah. it was it wasn't a good thing. That's yeah. for sure. And speaking of Nyla Rose, that's up next year, our AEW women's championship, Nyla Rose against Hikiru uh, Shida. And it's a it's a no DQ match. So uh Johnny, what do you think, man? Uh I'm thinking uh I wanna say Nyla retains, but you know history has shown that she can't pull out the big ones. So, mm. I think she's losing the title. Okay. Okay. Wow. Tyler, I'm gonna have to go to with Nyla Rose. I, I just think this is her kind of match, no DQ, and I see her retain the title. I, you know, I see potential in Sheeta, but she's still not showing me enough to be the champion. So I'm going down the road. Yeah. All right, Joe. And uh, this is devastating, but I have to agree with Tyler again. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have the monster, and I don't think they have the right person set up yet to, uh, you know, take Goliath down. So, um, yeah, I agree with you there, but but I also think. That that's kind of what they were grooming Sheeta for these last couple of weeks was to was to give her that edge enough that they showed that she could get the advantage and win um, with Nyla Rose. However, I think the plan for that was then for Baker to then maybe challenge for it. Um, and mm-hmm. if Baker's hurt, I don't think they take it off of Rose because the face is better as the chase and they are as the champ. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that it's going to stay with Rose. All right, guys, uh, here's a match I am greatly looking forward to, and that is potentially the best heel in wrestling, one of the top three, if not the best himself, MJF versus Jungle Boy. And, uh, Johnny, let's let's see what you got, man. Uh, I got to go with MJF on this one. I don't think he's losing anytime soon in AEW, unless maybe there's some kind of – DQ finish or something, but mm. yeah. Tyler? 
I'm going to agree with Johnny. I just think they've got too much momentum. He's just too good as MJF. He's got Wardlow. I think what's going to happen is it may set up a Lucha Shorts Wardlow match out of this. Could be possible. He'll interfere. Be fantastic. Or yeah, that'll it be It would awesome. be fantastic. It would be. Joe. Yeah. Um, you know what? The only reason I wouldn't say MJF would be because he's like a Roddy Piper and it doesn't matter, you know. He doesn't need a title. He can lose and come back and be as nasty and, you know, deviant as ever. But... um but the other side of it, he is money, and uh, it's it's nice to see him gloat. You know, he's got the ring, he's got Wardlow, he's, you know, he's got it all. And maybe it's not time to take him down a notch yet. Um, and is Jungle Boy really the guy who should knock the crown off his head? Maybe not. But I think it's going to be a great match. I agree with you, Ted. So I'll go with MJF. This happens once on every prediction that we do. There is one match on every card where we all just unanimously say the same person. And that's what's happening here. MJF is the guy. Uh, they made a point out of on commentary saying that he's undefeated for a reason. Um, this week on Dynamite, he, he has not been pinned or submitted in AEW. I don't think that that will, that will happen at this pay-per-view. Um, I think that when MJF finally loses, it will be to Cody. That's yeah. and, and I think and I think it will be to to Cody in Cody's. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there in a minute. But his first his first loss will be to Cody. I think um, the next match we have on the card here is the Casino Ladder Match. Uh, which is Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and a mystery competitor. Uh, so I want to know two things here, guys. I want to know who you think is going to win, and I want to know who you think the mystery competitor could be. All right. Johnny, let's go to you. Uh, I mean, I, I think I'm going to go with Darby Allen just from, I don't know, just how he's been kind of pushed, but the mystery competitor, that's, I honestly have no idea just from all the releases and, you know, they could be trying to pull out anything to make this pay-per-view worth the money. So I don't really have a guess on this one. Hmm. Tyler, what you got for me? I'm going to have to go with Darby Allen too. It was tough because you got Scorpio Sky too, who I think they're going to push heavily too. But Allen's just been so good. I'm really liking his character. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. And not that he will show up, but it could be maybe Zach Ryder, somebody like that. I, I'm not sure. I, it's really hard to say who it's going to be. I'm just going to guess. Him. Yeah, I don't know how many of those guys have 90-day no-competes. That, that's true. That's a good point. Um, you know, I, I don't know what that looks like for those guys because for some of them they just didn't renew their contracts and for some of them they released them from contracts yeah um so i don't know what that looks like joe all right i think drake maverick's gonna show up and uh, no i'm kidding 
I really, I don't know who the special guest could possibly be. I think that's the hardest possible thing to figure out. There's nothing obvious. Um, you know, Hangman Page is already in a, you know, in a, in a situation. So um, I thought maybe, oh, he's back, you know, boom. I like that Tyler mentioned Scorpio Sky because it's been a little quiet for him lately. Yeah. So that could be a good thing. So I think I'll go with Scorpio Sky. To win it. To win it. I really don't have a guess um, as to who the, the, the you know surprise could be. Wouldn't it be fun if it was Sting? You know, get out, get out of my head, Joe. Get out of my head, man, because there's been all kinds of rumor and conjecture about him showing up in AEW since he's no longer under WWE contract. I'm putting Sting down as your as your guest. All right, put it down. Why not? I mean, where you know where are we going to go? He could be an ambassador. Though. I think that could work. It, um, it could be a fascinating uh, yeah, oh, yeah. scenario. I think it would blow AEW up. Oh, yeah, big yeah, big. yeah. Um, but then it really would be WCW light. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be the natural days. There you go. You know, we know it's not Ric Flair because Ric Flair just just re signed his deal with WWE today. Um, all right, so I'm kind of torn about this match, to be honest with you. Um, I think that Darby Allen is the sexy choice, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think that he's the smart choice. I think continuing to have him to lose so that Taz does get in his corner and becomes his manager, like they've been teasing, um, is the smart thing to do. And I think that you have a, a lot of smarks running this car, this company. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that, that, I think that they will withhold themselves from making the sexy pick to, to do what they think is right um, by their people. Um, you know, but then you look at the rest of the field and it's like, well, who could win? You know, Jesus, excuse me. Uh-oh. Oh. We're all going to start you, today, you know that now, right? <laughs> That's getting edited out. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, but then you look at the rest of the field and I don't know who, who could really win it. The problem is, is that AEW has not built up any of their mid-card, mm. <laughs> right? Their mid-card is all just like, hey, go in this match with Chris Jericho or go in this match with the Inner Circle or go in this match with Cody and lose. You know what I mean? Like none of their mid-card has been built to a, a point where any of these people are really viable, including Darby Allen. You know, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of like they're all on a holding pattern. And it's been that way since they started. Um, it's because they don't have a mid-card championship to work towards. Um, now, that being said, I think that the second sexiest pick here, and it's going to annoy the hell out of Joe, is Orange Cassidy. <laughs> you know, well, if he, go no, if he goes, doesn't, I get it. I get if, it. if he climbs a ladder with his hands in his pockets, has he looks up at the thing and goes, shit, I got to take my hands out of my pockets and he gets it. You know what I mean? Just, I, think, I think it makes him the next sexy pick. Uh, I, I'm going to say gonna, that. 
I was going to ask wins. you, Ted, you know, if you thought, or any of you guys, if you thought there could be kind of an Otis type of situation come up, that might be your Otis right there. That's it might be. Point, yeah. It might be. Um, as for who I think will show up, um, I think if AEW is smart in any way, shape, or form, they went and grabbed Gulak before it was too late, and he re-signed with WWE. And uh, and I'm going to go ahead and root for the Philly boy to uh, to make his debut with AEW. Although, when I talked about it on the podcast, I said I don't think that AEW is the right spot for him to go, right? Because I think that he'll just end up with the rest of the mid-card talent, which is nowhere, like I just said. Uh, I think the better spot for him to go if he's not going back to WWE would be to go to Impact because he'll immediately get a, a huge push there. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I think that that's what's going to happen. I think they scooped him up. Uh, because he's been too quiet with this pay-per-view coming up to not have said anything whatsoever, you know? So I think, uh, I think that's, what's going to happen there. All right, let's, uh, let's move on. We spent a lot of time there. We got the stadium stampede match. We got the, uh, the delete elite versus the inner circle. Okay. And uh, yeah, so let's, let's, let's throw it to Johnny and see what you think here. Uh, I think I got to go with the inner circle. And I just think, you know, they've been showing the elite kind of not being a total unit for a while now. So I just think it's all going to blow up at the stampede. And I think inner circle is just going to win. All right, Tyler. I'm going to have to go with the elite. I think bringing Matt Hardy's why and having Paige come back, it's just too, you know, important for them to kind of get a big win with Hardy on the big event, you know, with Jericho. It's going to be interesting. I, I think it's just going to be definitely something we hadn't seen before, a stadium stampede. And, uh, so I'm going with the elite. Joe? The um, the situation with Adam Page coming back and not really changing. He didn't have a beer in his hand, but he walked away. Um, I I think Johnny's right. I think there's dissension there. There's issues and which you're not going to find with, um, you know, with uh, Le Champion and his group. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going, I'm going with those guys. All right. All right. Inner circle. Um, First of all, it annoys me that they called this a stadium stampede match simply because they couldn't get the rights to say that it was spring stampede. Uh, (laughs) Uh. (laughs) <laughs> you know they applied to they applied to to get that as a copyright for for their one of their shows and they got denied because wwe still has the rights to it um anyway uh this one's really tough for me to call uh, but i here's my thing they brought matt hardy in and they've kind of booked him so 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 far and i don't see matt hardy losing and so I don't know what this match looks like. None of us do, <laughs> right? All we know is that it's it can it's like falls count anywhere anywhere around the stadium, and that you know it's anything goes pretty much, right? Um, I I don't see Matt Hardy taking a loss like that on pay per view, his first pay per view into the company. Um. And so with that, I have to go with the Delete Elite. Well, 
it's it doesn't have to be his to lose, you know, mm-hmm. which puts the asterisk next to the loss. Right. Oh, he lost, but he wasn't pinned, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's uh let's talk about the T and T championship. Who is Mike Tyson gonna be handing that belt over to before he uh he knocks somebody out? Johnny, what do you think? Is it gonna be uh Cody or is it gonna be Lance? Uh it's gotta be Lance. I think yeah, I just think Lance has he's gonna win. I somehow Cody's gonna just lose the, the title match again, but I'm going with Lance. Okay. Tyler. I, I really like Archer, but I've got to go with Cody. Uh somehow I think he's just gonna win. It's it's something not that he don't put people over. I just think that with this title not getting a chance to get to the world championship, you know, somehow he's gonna pull it out. And you know, you're right, Mike Nelson's gonna knock somebody out. He got free ring, remember they mentioned that. So yep. I'll just leave it at that. So. Yep. Joe. Well, you know, Ted kind of uh you started to lean in a particular direction before and stopped and said, we'll talk about it later. Um, which I think, you know, where you were going, I'll just jump right into that. You were going, uh, that Cody wins and it sets up MJF to face Cody. Um, it's interesting though, because what keeps me away from that is that, why build up, you know, the murder hawk and give them these various squash matches and then have him lose? So there's something there that I feel like I'm missing. Um, and I want to lean towards Lance Archer. I, 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 I may... <laughs> You know, I can't help but be led in your direction because I think it makes a lot of sense. But I can't understand how you let him go down so soon when you have a monster, you know. So I'll go with Lance, but I'm really teetering on the fence on this one. Yeah, and... um yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, man. I think I think Cody wins this, and then it sets up him and MJF some more. The the other side of that coin, though, is that MJF could be the person to cost him this title too, mm. right? And so I had to like really decide for myself how that how that was going to go before we went on air tonight for my brain. But uh, but yeah, I'm going to say Cody just because I want to not be on the same page as Joe. Uh, <laughs> so. All right, so the world the world championship match. We've got Mox and we've got Brody Lee. Tell me what you guys think, Johnny. What do you think, man? Um, I would. I want to go with Brody Lee because, I mean, he just got here, and it's just kind of too soon. But I think Mox is going to retain. Okay, Tyler. What do you think, man? I agree with Johnny. I think it is too soon. I think Moxley just retains the title. That's pretty much all I got as far as predictions. All right, Joe? Well, I'll throw a little thing in there. Yeah, I I don't think Moxley's going to lose. And I don't think 
Brody Lee should have a belt around his uh, waist, but perhaps he and his uh, his crew, you know, uh, put a severe hurting on uh, on Moxley, which continues a feud. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe his minions get involved, and we see um, something happen there. Maybe you know, knock him out for a. And I don't mean literally knock him out, but put him out of action for a few weeks, you know, do some damage and continue that that run for a little while. Don't just one and done, you know? Yeah. Even just mentioning Brody Lee makes me yawn. So, <laughs> uh, you know, like, I, listen, I I like Brody Lee, right? I think he's a good performer. I think that this character is just not what they wanted it to be. <laughs> they wanted like everyone to jump on this bandwagon and for him to be like Hollywood Hulk Hogan, like you hate you hate that he's not who he was, but it's so good that you can't you can't not love him, right? Um but it's just oh, man, I, I'm bored to tears every time he comes on the screen. I am right now, and and it's just scenario isn't working. No, no, this isn't working. Um, That being said, I have the same kind of trepidations about this match as you did about the last one. Um, You know, they've been building him up, building him up, building him up. Are they really going to have him lose? Um, I think this is a DQ finish. I think I think AEW finally jumps on that on that bandwagon, and um, I think this is a DQ finish. I think that. they find a way to to make both people look strong and to get the the rest of evil uno and his crew involved in this somehow um from the dark order and i'm going to say that moxley retains the title um but i don't think that moxley comes out on top like a lot like you're saying joe yeah um i think i think that at the end of the night we see brody lee standing tall and that maybe he even still holds on to that championship like he's had for the last two weeks um and he keeps dangling it in front of mox but i think that mox ultimately still retains the right to be champion and that's uh that's the card man that's the card that wraps it up baby yes sir it'll be, it'll be interesting uh you'll have to tell me the results since they're not getting fifty bucks out of it. Yeah, I won't be right. I'll be I'll be reading. I'll be reading. Yeah, we'll all be reading, you know. But or maybe Johnny will 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 dip in there and he'll be <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. Well, thank you, man. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. I hope it was uh at least amusing. Uh, <laughs> and not disgusting. But uh <laughs> But thank you, and, you know, you're always welcome to hang and, and, you know, tell us what's going on with you and, uh, you know, just chat it up a little bit. It's great to have your perspective. It really is. So thank you for that. Uh, Thank you, guys. It's been a great time. I really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, for sure. We'll stay in touch for sure. On social media, we'll chat it up. Yeah, and we're, you know, we're waiting for you to get back uh, out there for sure. Yeah. And we'll do that. And we want everybody to, to follow Johnny. Uh, you want to throw out your – oh, jo- uh, Ted, you're going to throw the social media up on the page and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll get okay, the cool. 
we'll get all of Johnny's social media stuff into the description of the podcast, wherever you're listening to it or watching it, whether it's on YouTube or Anchor, Spotify, Apple, wherever. So that's in the description. And, uh, and so is his, uh, his YouTube channel. People will be able to go and check that out. And, uh, and I'll also put in the YouTube channel for his, his, uh, his home federation there as well. Uh, All-Star Pro, is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so so I'll make sure that that gets yeah. in there as well, so you guys can check out all of his matches and uh, and see all the great work that he's doing, including that championship match where he won the title. Uh, so yeah, so make sure you guys check all that stuff out. And uh, next week we have one of my guests on the show, which is is really cool. We've got uh, the longest reigning U.S. champion for AS, ACPW, and that's uh, King Blackie, and uh, he's been he's been champ for over six hundred days at this point. And uh, holding on to that championship strong and, and uh, looking forward to having him on the show right after Memorial Day there. Great. Yeah, Tyler, thank you as usual for having uh, all your great questions. Uh, thank you. Want to call all 800 million of them. Yes. Yeah, there'll he'll, be plenty. There'll be plenty. He, he does. He'll have, you know, 35,000 and he'll use too, <laughs> but that's okay. It's all right. I mean, hey, whatever uh, I can do. Yeah. However... There's no way you should be wearing a New York shirt. You have no connection with New York <laughs> I know. in any way, shape, or form. Well, I'm, I'm actually a Mets fan, though. I mean, that, that's something y'all didn't I'm know. Sorry. I'm sorry. Down south. But, yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Really. <laughs> no, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Just wanted to give you a little hard time. Oh, I know that. And Ted's representing the Phillies. So. Always. Ted, if I could be a heel, I would love to just dig my teeth into you my friend tear an ear off or uh or something let me sharpen my teeth go for tear it, it off. do a fred blassi on you go for but it you are the boss you are the godfather of the rewind wrestling network so we'll say thank you to you as well well Thank you all for, for jumping on again tonight and uh, and for having the show on the network. And, Johnny, thank you for joining us on the Rewind Wrestling Network. You will, uh, when our our website launches next week, you will be in the uh, the Friends Of section there. So um, all your stuff will be on the website as well. All right, you guys. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so I'm much. Jolton Joe's thank Wrestling you. Radio. I'm Jolton Joe. That's the whole crew there, the Brady Bunch. We'll catch you next time. Later. <laughs>